there. Hello, Hello everyone. There. Welcome to Talk Comics to Me. It's Thursday. No, no it's, it's Wednesday. Not. Oh my god. It's actual new comic book day. It is actual new comic book day. So special surprise because we do whatever we want here. We're allowed to do whatever we want. Yeah, we pay for all this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose that is true. We 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 do kind of pay for this stuff. Am uh, I wrong? No, you're not. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I am Champ Champenstein. I am I am Heather. What does that say? It says I joined. Why doesn't it just say joined? It just it says is watching the live video like okay, yeah. I never said that before. That's weird to me. Anyway, I am Heather Hadfield. Yes, and uh, yeah, we, you know, things in Omaha are bad. <laughs> so bad, it's ridiculous. Yeah, cop- Some wild stuff has been happening lately. <laughs> yeah. Cops shot a man, Kenneth Jones, and, uh, you a- know. Another man decided to fill a U-Haul with fire trucks as a distraction and then go into a Sonic and kill some kids, so. And then the cops took him in nice and safely. Mm-hmm. Because he decided to, I can't even, I'm, that, that guy, he's using someone else's, like, account on, like, a food app or something like that, and they told on him. That was why he went in, I, I can't. Yeah, so, yeah, shit's, shit's wild, so if you haven't heard about any of this stuff, and if you're from out of town, you know, tell your friends, especially about Kenneth Jones, Mm -hmm. doesn't seem to be getting its way out of Omaha, and not that we have, like, a huge base of people, but... It took forever for the James Scarlock thing to yeah, go so. anywhere. So yeah, just keep keep up whatever fights we can. So, so I'm gonna talk about some comics just for that. I had to I had to mention it. Like, no, I know, I know. Um, I just get really bummed out. I, yeah. <laughs> That's not funny, but yes, as we should, I yeah. guess. Because yeah, no, I'm like, well, do we want to talk about comics right now? Um, I feel like. We need to. <laughs> go go ahead, my, just, uh, my friend. Okay, I've just set this here so you can actually see it. So this is our little friend for this next comic that I'm, the first comic that I'm talking about. This is the Winter Soldier, and he was a part of this comic that's called Falcon and Winter Soldier. He does a jack-off motion. He's got a strong arm, and he's got crooked eyebrows. We love him. He's perfect. Okay, so this is uh, issue five. This is the last issue of the series, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, Bucky and Sam are fighting with that Oops. kid, the natural, who happens to be a natural at fighting and is killing him. Oh, tight. Yes. Uh, I, this issue was super silly, and I loved it because it was all over the place. Um, basically, uh, this person's trying to take over Hydra. She's trying to become the ruler of Hydra or whatever. She is dangerous because she's really good at planning stuff. So Bucky, being who he is, is like, you know what, I'm just going to call... I'm going to call Zemo in, and I'm going to tell him what's going on. Someone's trying to take a spot in Hydra. We can't have that. And then it turns into this whole thing for the potential new leader and the current ruler of Hydra start fighting. And then Bucky and Sam are still fighting the kid. Then they go outside, and then Zemo's like, hey, Bucky, we're working together now. This is cool. We've done this before. This is nice. So then it turns into all of them fighting all of Hydra. And then it turns into all of them fighting the kid because the kid is so good and they have to take him out. And then it turns into all of them fighting her because she's the mastermind. And it's just, it's all, there's lots of fighting. They keep stopping and being like, okay, now what do we do? Because 
they're all strong people yeah. and they all want to stop each other. None of them are on the same team except for Bucky and Sam and stuff, but you know. I loved I loved this. All right. I loved all it. Right. It was better than I thought it was going to be and I thought the way that it ended was super sweet. I won't tell you who wins, but basically I mean, you know who wins, but when it comes to Hydra, <laughs> it's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then Bucky and Sam kind of start a support group for people who <laughs> were a little fucked up by Hydra. That's and Bucky fair. takes his cat as part of therapy. That's fair. Yeah. yeah I it's, like that. It's very, very sweet the way that it ends. I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, I, I just... Did I, didn't, I didn't think I was going to like it. I'm, I got it to be completely honest because... My little sibling loves Winter Soldier. Mm. I was going to get them, give them to them for Christmas and stuff. But, yeah, fuck them. I'm going to keep it. <laughs> I mean, you can always get it in a different form for them. Yeah, I was actually thinking about getting the trade because I, I think it, it'll it be very in, very much enjoyed in those hands. So, this is Becky. Say goodbye. Jack it off. <laughs> All right. And with that jack off motion, now I have Devil's Highway. This is number four. Five of five, and she, the main character, whose main main character name I'm blanking out on, figures out who killed her father in this. Was it the trucker? It was a trucker. It was one of many truckers. There are several trucker murderers on the road. It's a whole, like... I love r- that. <clears throat> excuse me, ring of people. So, yeah, there is going to be, like, another part to this. I can't, I can't, I don't really like it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like mince words with it. It's not my favorite thing. I like, I'm intrigued by the story. I like the story. I don't like the way the main character is written because I feel like she's very, she seems very one dimensional and very stiff. I think it's, and this is no, yeah, I said this in the beginning. And yeah, this is really no slight against Benjamin Percy because uh, I feel bad. Uh, but like I just it felt really stiff it just feels like a a man trying to write a tough woman and maybe I'm just trying to I'm just taking it in too much but it just but I mean you had that problem with that character from the get-go yeah and I like and I tried to like it loosened up in parts but like this particular issue it just like the way the the lines read it just felt real no real hard to get through not hard to get through but just like I made me just like Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like dragged. Drug and dragged. Slogged. Slagged around. Slugged. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, like I said, it's an intriguing story. I think if I could get over that, like, hump, I, like, I, I do want to, like, get the next part because I do, I mean, I'm intrigued to see where the... Are they doing another part? Yeah, they're doing, okay. a second, like, another story arc. At least that's what it said. That'll be cool. Maybe it's, like, a... The same truckers, but, like, a different situation? I think it's the same truckers, the same people. She met up with a dude who, like, it seems like they're on a team-up now. Interesting. Okay. So. I, I'll give these to you to, give these to you to read because I would be, like, interested to see, like, what you, th- what you think if you got that same, like. Right. Because I am feeling. a fan of Joyride, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just every time. All right. On the joyride now. Yeah. I have, well, we both have. Uh, Marvel. <clears throat> Sorry, everybody. Sorry. And this is a anthology book with the opener by Alex Ross. And 
Steve Darnall and Kurt Busick. At least I assume that like the beginning and end, the little overture part. I is... have to move this here because remember it sets. Oh yeah, it makes the makes the. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out what it was because we solved it last time, and I was like, I can't remember what it was. Uh, so yeah, they do like the little opener part that's kind of supposed to be like a continuation from the first book, which came out in March. And because of COVID has been, the second issue it was delayed up until like this week. So it's a really fun anthology, not going to lie. I really enjoyed Eric Powell's story with uh, Doom and the thing and a cannoli. It was silly. I loved it. That sounds fantastic. Sorry, I just keep looking at Nightcrawler and thinking like, <laughs> I had that hair when I was like 14. <laughs> it's bad. Um, but I think if you like anthology books and if you like kind of Marvel characters, it'd be worth it. Yeah. I mean, it is really cool, too, that each story is like a different team. Mm -hmm. That's what I really liked about the first one. Yeah. I do love like, yeah, I do love an anthology with different teams and different mm -hmm. like people within the Marvel universe that they're choosing from. Ooh, Sienkiewicz. That'll be cool. Yeah. I, I did not get a chance to read this. Um, I had a lot of really long books to read that consumed a lot of my time which is a bummer because I was looking forward to that but I was yeah. like saving it it was yeah I had a little bit of time this afternoon to get it in there and then since it's break I was able to uh read some this morning instead of doing homework I did actually read some homework if you guys want to know about the prison system which I have definitely ranted about before I know even more now It'll be even worse to talk to me about it now. You can uh, contact Champ at uh, Instagram, handle Champ, Champenstein, or if you want to do it through Talk Comics to me, go for it, because I don't read those messages anyway. <laughs> uh, all right, so now we have Last God. This is issue number 10. Neither one of us had a chance to get this one in this week. Mm -hmm. So it does look like a lot happens. Yeah, I read the first page and then kind of like flipped and was like, oh, cool. I'll get to it. <laughs> and then didn't, so. Yeah, good. still a good fantasy story. I'm going to say it without reading this issue because I assume it just does the same shit it's been doing for 10 issues. Just kind of going back and forth in the past and the future. Mm -hmm. Trying to get to the Black Stare. Dealing with lots of emotions. Um, lots of creatures that don't only exist in this particular area that they're at. Um, they're cool. I like the little... Like rock monsters. Yeah. I thought they were super cute. I like everything in this book. It's pretty. pretty yeah. It's really good. Cool. The the world and stuff is just like, it's wild. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, as with most fantasy books. My turn? Your turn. Okay. I have the plot. This is issue number seven. Um, what's funny, I did read this. But I forgot that I never read issue number six because it was damaged. Oh, yes. And when I got my replacement, I just set it down. You know, I don't know where it is. So I read this. <laughs> Not realizing that I had done that. So I am. I can't tell you what happens previously, but I can tell you what happens in this one. And Did it make sense without the previous for For the most part, because this story is the type where... It's this. It's obviously the same story, but it's dragged out across these issues. So even if you do happen to miss one like I did, I don't feel like anything significant happened because okay. they're still in the house where they were in, in issue number five. I just feel like I missed a little bit of 
like there's this other separate storyline going on with the police trying to get to them and I think I missed a key point there but otherwise like I only care about the stuff that's happening in the house so in here uh, if you do not remember this man Chase his brother and his brother's wife they ended up dying so he gets custody of his uh, niece and nephew they are living in the family house which uh, they've always had problems there It's, it's a haunted house So what has been happening recently is they are stuck in this house because there's a storm happening outside. It's a really bad storm, and the house has been, like, flooding. It's not really flooding because that's just the house Mm -hmm. tricking them into that. So this issue, they go through, like, almost like a weird dream montage because something terrifying will happen, and then they'll open a door, and it'll be something completely different. So that's that's what it felt like was, yeah, they just kept going through these, like, different dreams but it's real it's just like hallucinations is how i'm reading it anyway which i thought was really cool because all sorts of wild stuff is happening but i i love this book this book is really fun um especially because when i first started reading this i didn't care for the characters i was kind of kind of bored by this this uncle chase but he has done a lot of really cool stuff in here and he it's i just feel like it's winding down oh it is final issue (laughs) the next issue is the final issue Uh um which i'm really excited about because i don't know how they're going to conclude that like Mm -hmm. i don't know what's going to happen to the fam so i really if you just want like a simple horror story i think that is perfect i I absolutely love it cover those bases Mm -hmm. all right yeah because it's not like it doesn't try too hard it's like it's simple easy to understand but like the scares in it are scary because if that ever happened to me in real life, I'd yeah. be like, well, for one, move out of the house. <laughs> but I realized that's not as simple as yeah. just moving. Yeah, no, it really isn't. Yeah. You got to get money first. And Chase is a con man, essentially. All right. <laughs> that's what he seems like to me. Because he just can't hold down a job. So he's just like constantly moving and like trying to find ways to get money. And that's, you know, he's always in trouble with the law and shit, which is why... He's shocked that he gets custody of these kids. He's like, what the fuck? Uh, good. Okay, so not much to say here. This is Batman White Knight presents Harley Quinn. Uh, Joker's dead. Batman's in bars. Harley Quinn is working with the Gotham Police Department and the little uh, force that was put together to, like, help keep Gotham on the straight and straight and not have any, like, superheroes around, no Batmans. And she's like, I gotta go meet with Neo-Joker, who's in a place that her and Joker used to hang out. And I don't... That's it. That's just basically it. She meets up with Neo-Joker. Okay. It's not my bag, baby. Okay. That makes sense. I was not even expecting you to read second issue. Honestly, I feel like if I hate read hmm, the whole second part, why don't I just hate read this? I just have to remember to take this off my fucking pull file so I don't get any more of them because... The White Knight series? Yeah, yeah. I, if, I, I I don't know why I do this to myself because I'm like, oh, I'll just, I'll just read it anyway. Yeah. Cause like, no, I it, was surprised, honestly, that you got that. I didn't... I it never just, in like, a million it just years crossed over. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those things when I I saw it too late and I was like, well, 
it's already here. I don't think it's going to be that many issues. Yeah, I think it's like four. Four or five. So, you know. But still, I think that's just four or five too many. <laughs> I don't disagree. Like, I, as I'm reading this, I just don't need it. And I didn't need the second part of the White Knight series. I didn't need Harley getting pregnant and having these kids, like, having that dynamic. Was of, it Batman's kids? No. Because I heard that they it, were fucking now. It was the Joker's kids. I mean... <laughs> In this book, it's not that they're, like, having sex. It's kind of like they're just, like, really, really good friends. Oh. I'm not, I don't like that. Like, they're just like, I love you. That's weird. Yeah, I. that's why there's something about this I just, like, don't like. It's like, yeah, the first story arc was okay. How did they just sign? No, I, I, I can't. Know. I didn't write these fucking books. I know. I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> I would question everything. Uh, so now we both have I Walk With Monsters. This is a, a numero uno. Yes, this is a Vault Nightfall. Do you want to read the back? Yeah. You ready for this? I'm ready. Go ahead. And JC's past is the most... <laughs> you said it right, right? Yeah, I did. Uh, and JC's <laughs> past is the important man who took away her brother. Now JC has David, who sometimes transforms into a terrifying beast. Together... <laughs> Reminded me of what we do in the shadows. <laughs> you sounded like, yeah. <laughs> Together they found a way to live and to hunt, sniffing out men who prey on the vulnerable. But JC and David are about to run into the important and again, a haunting story about the monsters that walk beside us all and sometimes lurk within. And that is a pretty good summary of what's happening in this book. Yeah. They just hunt down terrible people who are mean, mean men and they give them a taste of their own medicine. I need more of David's backstory, though. Uh, to be honest, like, yeah, JC's backstory, whatever. I know that's, like, a focal point of the entire issue. Yeah. But I need more of David. How is he able to do that? Yeah. I want to be able to do that. I think there's a lot of questions I have, and that first issue, like, scratched that little itch. But at the same time, I was just like, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I went back and I read this a couple weeks ago because we had a preview through work. Uh, and so, yeah, it's just like, I liked it and I didn't like it. I love the art. I love the colors. I, I, the story was intriguing, but there was something about it. I just like that didn't hit home to me that like didn't feel how I wanted it to feel, I guess. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Um, but I think it's, again, like I had said to you earlier, I think it's just because like the partnership that the two have, like working together is, mm-hmm. is so like, distant and i always i like that kind of setup where it's like you don't know if they actually like care about each other or if they're doing it because it's convenient for both of them which i like both situations yeah for sure and i just want more about david i'm like is he like how much older is he than her how did they meet how did they meet yeah yeah all of because how do you run in i mean based off of like the snippets that they gave you of her past it's possible that like she was given to someone and he found yeah. her or something like that i don't know i just assume that somebody somebody in the past is a monster of mm-hmm. some sort so Makes sense. they work together to like yeah and somehow they're like oh let's do this together it was like a chance meeting or something yeah, yeah. yeah. i am yeah. intrigued yeah same same and yeah does she have any abilities or is she literally just a normal... She's a pretty monotone, I believe. <laughs> That's how I always... I just imagine her talking like this. 
Okay. Showing no emotion. Yeah, I get that. I understand. Whatever. Sometimes I do that. Oh, I do that too when I'm trying not to show emotion. When I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm going to cry, so I'm, I'm just going to be dead. All right. So now we have unkindness of ravens. This is issue number three. This, I will once, I'll say this once again. This reads like a, a an Archie horror book. Oh, absolutely. This issue for sure too. Like this, the characters and yeah, this is just a spooky version of Archie. And I just want to say this just looks like a straight up Jack Kirby face. <laughs> like that was like that looks like it was drawn by Jack Kirby. It does. Oh, that's very cute. Yeah, and I don't know if that person, if the artist did that on purpose, but I, I like, there was one panel particularly, like, particular, I think when he was first right here, this one, where I was like, yeah. damn, dog, like, that's, that's really I, it's great. every panel with that guy's face in it. Mm-hmm. I really do like the art quite a bit, but yeah, that, was, yeah, that did crack me up quite a bit when I was like, oh, that's some Jack Kirby face right there. And I love... That square jaw. <laughs> the eyes. Yeah, the eyes and like the lines, yeah. Anyway, Unkindness of Ravens, the story itself. Yes, it's just about a, a new girl in town. <laughs> and witches. And witches, yes. There's a, a two different cults that are in town. One of them is the witches and the other one is the not witches and one of them have money and they're rich so they're obviously the bad guys mm-hmm. i'm just leaning into it to this week you know what you're 100 right I, <laughs> I know a good witch when i see one and they're poor the goths are clearly the good witches yeah if i've learned anything they would never do anything wrong <laughs> i uh I will once again say that Heather accidentally added this to my pull file through a series of unfortunate events or yes. fortunate events, however I want to look at it. No, I am Lemony Snicket. <laughs> and I got two two good books out of it, Autumnal and Unkindness of Ravens. And I have, like, every issue, I'm just, like, the first two issues I wasn't, like, hesitant on about liking. It was just, like, one of those things where I was, like, well, this is different of, like, something I would normally, mm-hmm. like, pick up. But, like, I read this issue, and I was just like, I fucking love this book. Yeah, no, I it's really, great. really love this book. It's a I, lot of fun. I love that it's only going to be four issues, too, because I'm just like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah, there's no, one issue left. Yeah, and that's happening? why when I you said that to me, and after I finished this issue, I was like, I don't know how they're going to finish this in one more issue. Like, I don't, I don't, that doesn't make sense. It's very, very good. What does she have? She's, my cat is in my bedroom, and Heather can see her, and she is sleeping on a slipper, like a really long sock <laughs> slipper. She's just laying on it, staring, staring at right us. at me. What's up, cat? Uh, I'll try to take a photo of this so I can share it when I post it's, this video. It's very, very good. She is a tiny little thing, but I'm going to go. I'm going to talk. You go. I'll, I'll do this. Please ignore me. Okay, so I have this comic. It's called The Other History of the DC Universe. Um, I'm not sure how many issues this is going to be because this is one that I do not remember even adding to my poll. Was that a good one? I'll show it to you in a okay. Um, but this is the superheroes within the DC universe telling their own history. So this issue is about Black Lightning. Um, it's, you know, obviously him. His, I guess it would be an autobiography. For the most part? Yeah. 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 
Um, this is one of the best books I've ever read. Like, especially for just being one issue. And it is... Looks like you're about to feed me Cheez-Its. <laughs> Amazing. Good. Um, I know nothing about this character. I knew absolutely mm-hmm. nothing about this character. All I know is Mike yesterday said, Black Lightning's one of my favorites. I loved reading his comics as a kid. And yeah. I just said, cool. Um, knew nothing about him. But after reading this, like, I feel like he's probably my favorite person in the entire world. He's, and I said, cool. I just, cool. That's how I said it, too. He calls superman an anglo-saxon <laughs> kryptonian which just killed me uh, i like had to set the book down because it made me laugh so hard um but yeah it's just basically talking about the the situation that he grew up in as a black kid and as he grew into a man and how when the new age of superheroes came around they were all just white privileged people and he had no place there mm-hmm. um he talks about how he kind of came into his powers and didn't know what to do with it so he used it um it fueled his anger pretty much yeah. and used it to go take out the people um who were doing bad stuff in his neighborhood um and he has a lot of resentment and stuff for the superheroes themselves which is why he never never worked with them even when they asked him to the only time that he did was Eventually, like, Batman asked him to help him go retrieve, like, save someone. And he met up with the team, and they all had things that were wrong with them. He talks about um, helping another black man after he wanted to kill himself. And the kind of feeling of being there for someone else. And not just, like, another person, but another brother is what Mm -hmm. he calls him. Like, a soul brother to just, like save him and know that there were more people like that that he could save it was so touching i absolutely love this book it was incredible do you know how many issues it's supposed to be i don't i i have no idea um i am gonna leave this here though so you can read it for sure i would love it it was i don't know if they just did you know 15 issues of just black lightning talking about certain points in his life i would read it it was it was great I'm excited now. Yeah. It, I mean, I've been wanting to read it for a while, and I just didn't end up putting it on my pull, and then it's also $6.99. Yeah. And oversized, and I just don't have the room right now. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense, and that's why I was so shocked when I had gotten it, but, like, again, I am so glad that I did. It's yeah. I'm a little jealous. It's one of, I don't know, the way that it's written, too, because you know I love, like, crime novels and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but there's, like... He talks about, like, because he became a teacher, he took every good thing that his parents had instilled in him and, like, decided to become a teacher so he could teach other kids. And he would go to, like, problem schools, and he would take those kids and he would teach them, but then he would also give them something else. Like, if he went to go for sports, he would also teach them history or, like, something else. So, like, these schools were being raised up because of him. And a lot of the kids... Like, when he did start getting into, like, crime fighting and stuff, some of the kids would help him with it. And one of those kids was eventually killed for being, like, a narc. Mm -hmm. And so he has, like, this death on him, always knowing that, like, he was part of the reason for it. So it's just, it's just really good. Yeah. So good. I was like, what's on your neck? And I realized it's your mask. I have not taken my mask (laughs) off, apparently. Oh, well. It's keeping my neck warm. I was just like, what is that? (laughs) It's my beard. Oh, good. 
Uh, so then I have Bleed Them Dry. This is issue number five. Uh, it ends in one more issue, so a lot actually happened here. But basically, uh, Captain Black's been in charge of the police force. He's kind of like actually a bad guy. Nobody knows that besides his old partner. And that's that's that. I don't I don't want to talk about that much more. But I was actually I couldn't realize I didn't realize this was like the last issue, but. Do really like this story quite a bit. Lots of action, vampires. It's pretty cool. You love action. I do. I do you love your action. action story. It was, and it is a pretty, pretty cool action story. Okay. Okay. I almost, and I almost do get this book and Vampire Masquerade like kind of mixed up in my brain because that, they're yeah. both vampires, but the stories themselves are not like super similar. Right. Completely different. Yeah. For when you got Atticus Black in here. Yeah. <laughs> how do I remember that name? How could I forget? Yeah, I would say, how could you forget that name? Uh, all right. So then we have Department of Truth. This is issue number three. And this issue is pretty heavy. So if you're picking up it, just be prepared. And I read it this morning and I was just like, damn, I was not, pre- like, I was not ready for. <clears throat> the deep issues it was about to like throw out so this issue just to give you i guess a spoiler alert because each of these issues are about different i guess uh conspiracy theories yeah and this issue is about uh the school shootings and the alex jones like making people disbelieve those and in this particular issue, it is they are they and it's whatever shadow group the top hats or whatever. That's not it. The black hats. But the black hats. Is it yeah. the black hats? Yeah, with black. the the woman in red. Yeah, the woman in red. They're I think it's them at least. They're trying to make this woman believe that her son was an actor, like a child actor who faked his death during this school shooting uh so yeah it's it's real intense black hat yeah it's real Um, real intense yeah it's really good too and i i love that because they just take this normal ass guy and they're like hey you're gonna come along with us on all these journeys and in each one he's always just like what the fuck what is going on well yeah and you can tell that he has like such a I know he deals with the same problem I would have in this situation. It's just like we're just gonna leave this person here now. Mm-hmm. Like they have to deal with the consequences of these people trying to like fuck with their brain while already dealing with just like such a huge amount of grief. Like I can't even imagine what that would feel like. Like the emotions that this person is going through, then to just like have this other part that's like oh, well, maybe this, like, they are telling the truth, like, you know, and then, like, having that, like, ripped from you and then just being, like, you know. What do I believe? What do I believe? How, and I think it's also something that's, like, that level of, yeah, like, is it easier to deal with this grief if I believe this person is still alive? You know? Is it easier to believe that somebody's alive and that all of these things happened and that you just were so traumatized by the certain event that, like, you you chose to forget this? Like, 
what are the levels there, you know? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't really know I thought about that book that hard. Yeah, no, I didn't either because I, I did. I have a hard time. Sometimes I'm like, when we get talking, I'm like, huh, did I? Did I read this book and, like, understand everything? Or or did you, like, read it differently from me? Because, I mean, that, that issue is really heavy. Um, but I, to be honest, like, I don't know why I didn't think that hard about it. Maybe I'm desensitized when it comes to school I, shootings. I didn't, I didn't think that hard about it when I first read it. Honestly, yeah. it was just, like, getting it all out of my mouth and then thinking about, like, what happened within the issue itself is when it just, like, kind of spilled out where I'm just like, yeah, there's a lot... I know, there's a lot going on there. Hey, Shelby. So. Yeah, no, that's a... That's, like, a wild way to think about it, too, because I didn't think about those both, like, extremes of it um, because I didn't... I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't putting myself in their shoes, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I might have to go through and read that again, like, but doing it that way because I was definitely... I was on the outside looking in on here. And I just think if, like, I don't know, it's it's one of those things, too, like, I feel like for the, the black cats, like, it's easier to, like, warp her mind with that, like, amount of grief that right. she is going through. And yeah, especially I, since I, she took the time to, like, now I'm, I'm go, like, basically trolling trolls, like, mm-hmm. but on their side. Yeah. Because she didn't know what else to do. And I mean, I think when, yeah, when you are in that state of, like, extreme grief, and you're already questioning, like, because the internet is very easy to get lost in and trick yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that, again, you know, is one of the main points of the book. But I don't know, when you're in that state, it would be easy for someone to be like, nah, dog, this is all made up. This is all, remember <laughs> and this? Yeah, and it's easy enough to find someone who looks like you. Right. You know? Which is part of the thing, mm-hmm. you know, like, the kids aren't real. Those are, like, actually actors yeah. and stuff. It is easy enough because, I mean, statistically, <coughs> there's... I think, what, like 30 people in the entire world that looks almost exactly like you. Which is terrifying to think about it because I am terrified of doppelgangers. (laughs) That whole thing. But. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, Now I'm worried. See? The only reason I've ever been. Now just about, like, maybe you are a doppelganger. Maybe the fact that you're worried is because you had already taken... Well, let me tell you this story real quick. It's uh, real quick. <laughs> it is. I used to work at a grocery store. Like two blocks away, there was a nursing home. And one of the people who worked there had come into the grocery store. I checked them out. And they were just like, yeah, I see you like walking all the time. And I was, I was like, yeah, I walk to work. And they were like, well, do you walk over here on this street? And it was like several blocks away from where he needed to be. And I was like, no. And they were like, oh, I see you walking down that street every day. So I had it in my head. That, my God, my doppelganger lives that close to me. I would start. <laughs> I, I would carry my knife with me. Because you know the thing. If you run into your doppelganger, you have to kill it. Otherwise, it kills you. And so I was terrified of running into myself. Please don't murder no, somebody I, who looks like you because you think they're their doppelganger. I don't know if I can get you out of that. I don't know, because they'll probably put you in some sort of mental incident. That's exactly what they would do, especially when I told them the story. Be like, no, she's been following me for years. I haven't worked at that this grocery is, store since like 2009. Files episode, the one with Kathy Lee Griffin. Don't even get me into that. But yes, I won't. I won't kill anyone. I was just telling you that if she fucking if she steps up, like I'm gonna have to lay her out. You heard it here, though. So we. 
There's no proof. <laughs> yeah, I never saw this person. They probably just thought it was me, even though I never walked down that street. Uh, that was also during the period when I had a very hard time dressing in fitting clothes. So they probably just saw like a guy just like walking down the street and they were like, that's them. That's that <laughs> yep, person. Yep. I know them. Yep. All right. Do you want to go on now? Yeah, let's go on. So we're going to talk about this <laughs> book called Sun Eater. This is a... Um, um, heavy, heavy metal joint. Yes. Sorry. I was trying to think of what the... Dylan Sprouse? The show that they were on. On the Disney Channel. So The Sweet Life with Zach and Cody. Yeah, I was like, I I'm, I was a little too old for that. but I, I never watched it. I just knew what it was because it was the... One of the boys Whatever. from Big Daddy. Yeah, that's <laughs> how I remember it. No offense. Sorry. Um, that seems real rude to say. And wasn't it Ross's original? Yeah. But, yep. Okay. So uh, we yeah, don't need to is... talk about them as babies. Now one of them's writing a comic book. A very brutal comic book. Anyway, so this is about a man who gives his leg um, to a... A god? A god. Or a um, demon, I guess. Maybe? Yeah. So that he's given the power to go save his son, who is uh, a prisoner slash ward, depending on who you ask, for a king who is his enemy. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. He's just getting into the shenanigans, trying to get to where he needs to go. He's got this really cool shenanigans, wolf I guess, yeah. pelt that transforms him into a wolf. That's what the, uh, the god demon had given him. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm going to take this leg and I'm going to make you a wolf. I'd be like, okay, thank you. That's very nice of you. And he's trying to get a leg in this this particular issue as well. Because he needs a leg to walk. It's like Bucky needs an arm to punch. Mm -hmm. Or jacket, whatever. Whatever you want to do. I also feel like it's important to mention because every time I read something about it, they mention he's addicted to drugs. Really? They say drug addled. Every single one. No, I just like, I guess I might just like. Yeah. No, I did. That's why I felt like it was important to mention because I was like, maybe Champ will know what they mean by this. And I mean, in the first issue, there were some instances where. where, Yeah. But as far as being drug addled, I have never seen any drug use. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I can't speak to that. Yeah. No. We just know that he's like a very selfish dude. Yeah. Uh. Heather said, you know, she can't decide if she likes this book or not. I'm on the same page. The first issue, the the way everybody's, like, dialogue was written was, like, very, very strange. Yeah, it was. Like, I mean, it was backwards. 9th century Norse. Yeah. So, I mean. And then this issue, I think they were talking normally. They, it was more fluid than it has been, but also... You got to remember that the people who were talking like that was the main character and his brother. The king and the person he was talking to, they are from a different area. So it's possible that they don't speak that way. But it was, yeah, it was way easier to read this time. Yeah, art's really great. I don't know, personally, I really like the art. Yeah, again, again, my only complaint about the art is that just some of the facial expressions I just prefer (laughs) not to look at. But otherwise, yeah. I feel like that's kind of the point almost sometimes. Or they're also just, like, really gruff-looking humans. Yeah. It's just, like, some of the faces that they make, like, the way that they purse their lips or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, please don't make that face at me ever again. Like, I have to read this. Please don't do that. Uh... 
All right. I'm going to continue on. Yeah, do is it. Is that okay? Yeah. I've got Daredevil. This is number 24. Uh, so Daredevil's going to court. Foggy <laughs> recruits uh, his brother Mike, who is his twin, which if you don't know about that, check out the Daredevil annual because that's all about him. And uh, Tony Stark can't buy Hell's Kitchen. Oh, he was trying to? Yeah, he was trying to buy Hell's Kitchen because Daredevil was like, you fucking do this, mm-hmm. bitch, and take care of my people. I hope he did it just like that, but blind, so he's, like, facing the other way. <laughs> uh, and so Tony can't secure it. Somebody else has bought it. Daredevil has made a deal with the prosecutor and now is, like, can't make this deal. Maggie Lizer. I, I can't. Yes. <laughs> Making some sort of references tonight. Uh, I can't help it. Uh, so, yeah, as he finds out that Tony can't buy Dare- or Hell's Kitchen, he's like, well, how am I going to take care of Hell's Kitchen if Tony can't, like, just protect it for me? And he's going through all of these floods of emotions. He gets to court, and Electra's there. And basically, as everything's going on, she whispers that, she bought Hell's Kitchen, and she didn't understand, like, why he was doing what he was doing, but his his place is protected, and his people are protected. That's very cute, because they banged. Yeah, they did bang. That is It's true. like a... And she stole, like, a shit ton of money, and she wanted to split it with Matt, and Matt's like, no, why? I don't want you to steal this money. And then so basically she used that money to buy Hell's Kitchen and do like... So it was her walk of shame. Okay. Uh, so now we have little time. Yeah, sorry. We, we, gotta, go. we have to eat food. We got a tumnal. I mean, also, it's it's been like... I guess it's only been like 30 minutes. Yeah, sorry. Bad. My bad. Uh, this is a tumnal. This is issue number three. Plus I couldn't let you continue doing that. This... Uh... <laughs> This mom and her child are in this town called Cliff's Edge. What is it called? Why can't I remember? Comfort Touch. I was like, oh, I, Comfort Notch. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, it's right at the top. I was like, where is it on yeah, here? Yeah. Um, they're in this town, and it's the town that the mom had grown up in. Um, the kid is adjusting to going to school and doing just fine. Um, the mom is not doing so well because she's, you know, always been a bad of a... a <laughs> My bad. My bad but dude. She's a bad, bad woman. Um, <laughs> no. Wait, what, what do you mean by that? She just has a hard time fitting in. She's like the yeah. black sheep, the yeah, bad woman. I, I guess... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I just... Um, but then she's... She's bad to the bone. She's bad. I mean, she's got a leather jacket and a neck tat. Come on. Yeah, her with her a neck tat, tat that is her ex-husband's name or ex-boyfriend's name. Yeah, what was it? Rich, that's what it was. You know, she should just keep that on the back of her neck. It might inspire her to do something with her money situation. Um, but yeah, she's not she's not adjusting so well, but the the kid brings home like stories and stuff about the woman. What do they call her? The long woman? Um, hold on. Clementine, the long woman. I mean, she is a long woman. Yeah, but she's part of the, um, I guess, like a folk tale, mm-hmm. essentially, within yeah, the town. Yeah, basically. Um, and, she, you know, the kid's saying, like, Mom, you remember... 
<laughs> She's saying, Mom. I thought you were <laughs> just about to vomit. I was like, oh my God, what's going to happen all over my comics? No, it, it tickled and I was trying not to laugh and it made me cough. Um, but Clementine is a folk town. I mean, a folk. <laughs> that messed me up, man. All right, so Clementine is oh, part of God. a folk tale. She is a very long woman. <laughs> she <laughs> hides in the trees. <laughs> it's not funny. This How is did so it make funny. my eyes hurt, like, after I coughed? I don't get it. Uh, it okay, is so a, we're back. <laughs> it is a scary, it's a scary folktale, and as she's, like, triggering these memories of this story, her mom's like, I don't want to hear this. Yeah, because it's, like, making, she can't necessarily remember it, but it seems like she's getting, like, a weird, uncomfortable feeling because, mm-hmm. like, her subconscious is like, ooh, the tall woman, you remember her. Yeah. And she said, no. I don't want that. Yeah, I really like this book a lot. Yeah, this book is like, it's like we talked about before. It's like those subtle, creepy horror movies from like Mm -hmm. the 80s where it's like not jump scares. It's just this really eerie, uncomfortable feeling the entire time. for sure. Those are my favorite kind of scary movies. Especially as she's like uncovering things. And as you see, as like her her daughter, her daughter is settling in and like taking in these stories and like kind of becoming part of the town as her mom is not doing that at all it's uh it's interesting Mm -hmm. yeah because it was like almost it seems like the exact opposite when she was little like Mm -hmm. her mom was the one who was adjusted and she couldn't which is why she had left but i guess we'll figure it out because i don't know how many issues that's supposed to be I don't remember either. I feel like five would make sense for that kind of story, but again, I just can't. I can't remember. We'll find out. We'll just chug along in it. All right. So now we have uh, The Witcher fading memories. I have this as well. I became a Witcher stan over the last uh, year or so. So You're welcome. <laughs> I don't know if it was. It wasn't. It wasn't 100% you. No. I mean, you were reading the comics, and I was always like, huh, that sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the show came out, and I was like, huh, I want to play that game now. Mm-hmm. And then when I played the game, I was like, I most definitely am going to read the books, too. Mm-hmm. And so now, here I am, reading comics. Here we are. The Witcher comics. Mm-hmm. I haven't read all the books. I just want to clarify that. Only a couple of the short story books. So, sorry. It's all connected. It is all connected. <laughs> Um, I myself have been a Witcher fan for several years now. I love them. <laughs> the Witchers. The Witchers. Our man G, as we love to Our call man him G. here. Because for the, I still have a hard time pronouncing his name, and I have like a TV show that tells me exactly how to say it. Geralt? Yeah, and I still just like Geralt. <laughs> I don't know why I can't get it. Um, so I just refer to him as my man G. We love him. Yeah, so Witchers are out of commission a little bit here. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to find some odd work, and he finds it. Yeah. Makes a friend, loses a friend. Mm-hmm. I really do like how you think the the story or, like, the, yeah, I guess it's, like, a letter, but it seems like a story. Mm-hmm. Is the ri- narrating Yeah, the narration is written by him, and then you find out that it is definitely not. It's his new friend. It was his new friend. Yes. I felt really bad for him at the end of this. I was like, oh, yeah. boy. Absolutely. I love you so much. Yeah, it's, um, I think for, I don't know, the first issue, I mean, because these stories are usually, like, pretty silly. Mm-hmm. Like, all, yeah. all the comic, all the comics have been anyway, so this was, like, a weird, like, dark turn to it that, 
I don't know. I I enjoyed it because I I feel like I always got a really dark feeling from like the books and the shows and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it was nice to have a comic that felt the same way. Yeah, that's the thing I really liked about the book is. Sh- or the, yeah, the books or the mm-hmm. short stories that I read were, like, how dark they were about, like, people. And even who, like, Geralt was as a person. Was yeah. It's just, like, really interesting. Not too over overly, like, you know. It wasn't, like, super angsty or anything, but yeah. it was just, like, very low. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So now, X of Swords. We're finishing it up. The completed X of Swords. And I assume we'll probably end up spoiling something, so just... Sorry. Let's put an X here for spoilers. Last time. Last... Swords, 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 <laughs> swords, swords. So first we have X-Men number 15. So it's part 20 of 22. This um, is... Almost basically a meeting of the Quiet Council. Yeah, and them trying to decide, like, how they move forward. Um, Basically, Scott and Jean are like, we want to save Nate. Yeah, we have to go. You know, fuck everything else that we talked about. We had nothing to do with this decision. We only care about this one kid of ours. And it's weird to me as well because I I didn't feel like Cable was reaching out because, like, he was gonna die he was just like everything's looking really bad and it's not like they're going in to like help save Krakoa they're going in to save him so right and like, in turn fucking Krakoa like cause they pos- aren't supposed pos- to intervene like that that's the thing yeah. like the main thing to me was like I mean that's yeah why they decide to block the gates and mm-hmm. stuff yeah I don't know it's really interesting too and then uh, the last part of this issue you have Apocalypse fighting uh, Genesis his wife and man it's just as heavy as you would think it's supposed to be yeah no it, it really is i did not i did not cry in this issue Mm-mm. i cried in the last issue so there was a really sick sick scene of apocalypse doing some tight shit for his people yes um so yeah that starts the whole downward spiral of what's about to happen I'm going to go on if that's chill with you. Yeah. You look. No. I, I was just like this. It, it's so good. It so I'm I just like flipping through it. it. Yeah. Uh, so now uh, we have Excalibur. This is number 15. This is part 21 of 22 of X of Swords. This picks up right where X-Men leaves off. Uh, so. It's like, what can you say without like a, spoiling the entire thing? Yeah. Apocalypse and Genesis have kind of concluded their fight in a way and genesis has put on the helm of annihilation and has like built this is bringing in this just gigantic army to other world and is trying to take it down Mm -hmm. and all of the x-men have to fight for their lives in Krakoa, and Doug's large wife goes and takes him away. Doug's large wife. That whole scene, I gotta say, I loved it so much. She's just like whooped in there, like grabbed him, and then like yeeted off. Was just like, I'll see you guys later. Like that's it. I only care about this small white boy. Like we're just gonna take him because I'd probably do the same thing. Like if I had that ability and mm-hmm. I saw Doug over there, like not looking good, I'd skip right over Wolverine and I'd grab Doug and I'd get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the fight is just built up to a huge, like, conclusion. It does not look good for the mutants. Mm -mm. (sighs) Sorry. 
You're good? It's just so good. It's so good. Uh, there is a, There are a lot of other things that I have not touched on that happen in at least the second issue. Yeah. Um. So just keep that in mind. And what happens in this uh, Excalibur second issue, Excalibur issue number 15 is probably going to be built off of from now on as mm-hmm. well. So just keep yeah, that in like mind. Yeah, like some pretty big. Yeah, some big real big things. shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so then last, the finale. This is X of Swords Destruction. This is part 22 of 22. Um, this is the conclusion of the entire event and how all of our worlds meet up. The art in this is it's, so fucking Oh my god, good. it's so good. I lost my mind when I like flipped the page and I was like... The, the art in all of these books were mm-hmm. amazing, but I'm going to say like, yeah, this last solid, like this last like group of books just like, fuck man, like... They have they so many, really, like, classic poses in here, and I was like, uh, that's why I couldn't breathe, because I was like, this is my favorite one. Uh, so, yeah, this is just, uh, Avengers Endgame is great. Exoswords Destruction is fucking better. This is peak Marvel. <laughs> yeah, this is this just is fucking great. Like, I, I can't tell you how much I just enjoyed the shit out of this issue. And, yeah, like, just parts of it where I was just like, <gasps> and... Like, panel setups, like, just everything about it is just, like, gorgeous. I can't... The fights are are so good. Because there's, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. are so many different battles going on. But each one, when, you, when you're reading it, it's easy to tell them apart. But they're just as ex- explosive as the other. They're, yeah. they're just, they're so good. The colors, too. The, yeah, colors, the colors, yeah. No, it's... This... This page. Yeah. Lost yeah, it. No, uh, same, Lost it. Same. Um, this was probably my favorite. Um, X-Men series. Yeah. Thing. No. This is this was absolutely incredible. I think out of like, you know, that follow-up to House and Powers, like we just the beginning of Dawn of Dawn of X, like building those little like legs, I guess, or the foundation of like what they want the story to be. And then to kind of do this is, like, it's very interesting because it really laid into, I was talking to one of our regulars today, and they're like, like, where did this come from? And I just feel, I was just, like, kind of, you know, like, built off the back of Excalibur and then, like, also took, like, you know, Apocalypse's, like, backstory and his life and, like, mm-hmm. those people and just were, I don't know, I really enjoyed this story quite a bit and I think, like, you know, we said last week there were those issues where it felt like, really silly and not like as I wouldn't say genuine as like the story as a whole but like a little like off step yeah but as a whole I still like once again I still think it like fits into place Mm -hmm. like I do think there are issues that are a little weaker than other but others but yeah I just can't and it's because you just have so many different issues to hold this story together Mm -hmm. it's not because that part of the story is weak it's just yeah it's just something else yeah uh yeah i just can't i can't say enough good things about like yeah this event i'm really glad that i got all these issues i am trying to make that decision like just because i am reading so many books and i would like to like kind of pull off of marvel a little bit Mm -hmm. um if like i want like what x books i want to continue reading or if I just kind of want to, like, pick up, like, the Dawn of X trades or, like, the trades for all of the books or something. Right. I don't know. We'll see. It's just... I am definitely having that problem. I 
It's like I enjoy all the books like, mm-hmm. and quite a bit, but I only have so much money, so much time, mm-hmm. and, you know, like, as much as I love X-Men, like, there's just so many other stories I want to get, and I love the stories they're putting these characters in, too, but, like, what if I can get, like, you know, new stories for with new people I've never met before, right. and I'd almost, like, that's why I love independent books, and that's why I'd... Like, that's I want to cut down on that sort of stuff. Yeah. That's why I did so many, like, different ones. Like, the Falcon, mm-hmm. Hawkeye, Black Widow. Like, I don't yeah. ever fucking read those characters. I'm glad I did, though. Yeah. But I ended up, like, yeah, dropping other things so that I could read those ones. Because I was like, well, these are short. I want to know what they're all about. And I like them. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, that's yeah. all we got to say about that. I, uh, the Ex of Swords trade comes out, when did you say? I didn't say. I thought, um, you did. I thought you said. No, I can't honestly remember. Um, but I know it's soon. It's it's only like a month or two after this finishes is what I assume. Because that's what happened with House and Powers. Yeah. But I ordered it. All right. So it's a hardcover. I'm sure it'll look glorious. Yeah. I, I 100% like... I highly suggest this, especially for any like X-Men fan in your life. And mm-hmm. I mean, if you love tarot and fucking... I don't know magic and the uh, like, the other worlds. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, are any Arthurian yeah, like, story, stories? Like, like, I think this is something that you could almost easily pick up without like having to have read X Men before. Right. I mean, if you just have like a basic idea of yeah. who the characters are, which at this point in my life, I'm convinced that everyone knows who these characters yeah. are, whether or not you even like read comics. It's they're just like Batman. Everyone knows who Batman is. Yeah, no, that's true. Okay, so anyway, thanks for watching. Thanks for supporting us. Go to your local comic book day store. Yes, um, <laughs> Friday is Black Friday if you're going to do anything by comics. Um, but also, are, is Small Business Saturday still a thing? Yeah, I like, I didn't so. know if they were doing it this year. I haven't heard anything about it. But if that's the case, support your local comic book shops. Yeah, support Keep us own, alive. Yeah, help us. Help us help you continue every habit. That's good and bad. Yes. Spend your money. But only on people worth it. And that's us. Yes, that's us. Bye. Bye.